So this afternoon, moving into a guided meditation of loving-kindness, bringing some balance to the energy that we've been expending in terms of practicing with insight and concentration. So although we say it often when we are offering instruction around the Satipatthana or the Four Foundations, even more so with the Brahma-Vihara is one of the components that supports practice and is very helpful or useful is as much a degree of relaxation as you can bring to bear. So just kind of checking in with your posture and the breath as much as you can bring forward, being in a relaxed position throughout this sit as we practice with loving kindness. You might, in addition to or along with or instead of, generate this sense of metta or caring or kindness in your heart. And if there are challenges or if it feels difficult or inauthentic to do that, you can engage with this afternoon's practice by setting the intention of kindness especially if it's unfamiliar or new or perhaps you have some aversion to loving-kindness. You don't necessarily have to feel it. It will come if you engage with it. And there's four ways to support you in kind of bringing this feeling of kindness and caring forward. There's the classical sense where we use the words to generate and offer out this kind care to others. Some of you may be familiar with them. May I be safe and protected. May I be happy and peaceful. May I be healthy and strong. May I take care of myself with ease. So those are the mostly or somewhat classic lines that can be used. And if it's this way that you choose to do this practice this afternoon, you can certainly alter or um, shift the words such that they resonate or align with your system mostly, as long as the sentiment is held. Then a second way of generating this kindness and care is through a memory, a memory that might come of a real time, a real someone who might have been there for you in a pinch, the memory of a friendship that supported you, a relationship that generates this feeling of care and kindness. Could be something that you love to do with someone or a pet. So that's a second way of engaging with this practice of metta. Another way of engaging the practice is through creative visualization or creative imagination. So whereas the way that I just spoke of was an actual memory that helps to generate this feeling, through the use of creative imagination, you can imagine a situation when you're with someone or where you are somewhere that generates this feeling this felt sense of care and kindness. And that doesn't have to originate from a real experience. And then lastly, in terms of uh, what I'm offering today, 
there could be the uh, doorway to walk through in terms of generating this feeling, a body memory. So you may not have the memory in the mind of a time, a place, a person, but there may be a body memory of some kindness, of some time or place that generated this kindness and caring. So each of us have different nervous systems, and for some of us, having the words is the most useful. For some of us, generating the feeling is most useful. For some of us, connecting into a memory is most helpful. So just in terms of creating the conditions with the body, remembering perhaps your own goodness, feeling your own goodwill. For some of you, this may seem somewhat... Um, frou-frou-ish, but for me, like imagining flowering petals raining down from the sky, softly touching the skin, this immediately kind of shifts or moves me into this place of feeling kind, feeling cared for. If as we move through the practice today, uh, you find moments or it looks difficult or feels difficult, remember that this is an incremental practice. And so it's something that you increase capacity with, that you get uh, better at, that um, is more useful as you continually work with it. This practice of loving kindness is a wellspring practice that nourishes and enriches the mindfulness practice. And it requires the same non-judging, non-grasping, non-rejecting, leaning into the present moment. So Jill and I have been speaking about, over the course of the last few days, this balance, this cultivation of wisdom and compassion. The Buddha said it, it described that the spiritual path that leads to freedom as the liberation of the heart, which is love. And as we're engaging with today, he also taught this systematic, integrated path that moves the heart. It doesn't happen by itself. You have to practice it. You have to bring it forward. You have to cultivate it. There's a story of a grandfather and his son, and they're hanging out one evening. The grandfather was talking to his grandson about a battle that goes on inside people. He said, my son, the battle is between two wolves inside of us all. One is evil. It is anger, envy, jealousy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, ego. The other is good. It is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, kindness, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. The grandson thought about it for a minute and then asked his grandfather, which wolf wins? The grandfather simply replied, the one you feel. Another way to think of metta or loving-kindness, because for some of us, loving-kindness doesn't really connect into our nervous systems. We find it challenged to practice 
from that conceptual place. And so another way to think about it is that metta means goodwill. So if there's difficulty generating from this place of loving kindness, then you can try on generating from this place of goodwill offering to self and others. Tanisara Bhikkhu tells the story of his teacher, Ajahn Fuang. Ajahn Fuang, my teacher, once discovered that a snake had moved into his room. Every time he entered the room, he saw it slip into a narrow space behind a storage closet. And even though he tried leaving the door to the room open during the daytime, the snake wasn't willing to leave. So for three days they lived together. He was very careful not to startle the snake or make it feel threatened by his presence. But finally, on the evening of the third day, as he was sitting in meditation, he addressed the snake quietly in his mind. He said, Look, it's not that I don't like you. I don't have any bad feelings for you. But our minds work in different ways. It'd be very easy for there to be a misunderstanding between us. Now, there's a lots of places out in the woods where you can live without the uneasiness of living with me. And as he sat there, spreading thoughts of metta to the snake, the snake left. Goodwill is a more skillful feeling to have towards those who would react unskillfully to our sending of loving kindness. There are probably people you've harmed in the past who would rather not have anything to do with you ever again. So the intimacy of loving kindness would actually be a source of pain for them rather than joy. There are also people who, when they see that you want to express loving kindness, would be quick to take advantage of it. And there are plenty of animals out there who would feel threatened by any overt expressions of love from a human being. In these cases, a more sense of goodwill that you promise yourself never to harm those people or those beings would be better for everyone involved. These different ways of expressing metta show that metta is not necessarily the quality of loving kindness. Metta is better thought of as goodwill and for two reasons. The first is that goodwill is an attitude you can express for everyone without fear of being hypocritical or unrealistic. It recognizes that people will become truly happy not as a result of your caring for them, but as a result of their own skillful actions, and that the happiness of self-reliance is greater than any happiness that comes from dependency. So it is said that the benefits of practicing loving-kindness are you will sleep better, you will wake easily, you will have pleasant dreams, people will love you, Celestial beings and animals will love you. Devas will protect you. External dangers, poisons, weapons, fire, will not harm you. Your face will be radiant. Your mind will be serene. 
you will be unconfused. You will be reborn in happy realms. So moving into the place of home as we begin this practice for this afternoon, I will say the words so that those of you that find that most helpful can use them. And for the rest of you, using any of those other ways that I've discussed to generate this feeling, this felt sense of metta, of loving kindness, of goodwill, of caring, and then generating it out. The categories that we often or most often engage with in terms of sending metta or any of the Brahma Viharas are metta for self, metta for friend, metta for neutral person, metta for benefactor, and metta for difficult person. So given that this is our first foray in for the retreat, we will not be engaging the difficult person this afternoon. And you can repeat after me. And so we'll engage the practice. <laughs> 